It's Food for Thought with Dr. Phil Knight. Great guest, Susan Hawkins. Uh, and a from- great, great human being. I mean, right. I, I, I wish I could introduce Susan the person to sure. every listener because she has been exciting to work with, is so deeply caring, and is just a wonderful person. So it was nice to have her on the show and great to hear her talk because she really is a champion in uh, making sure that uh, the people that she serves are food secure. She, she's phenomenal. So, you know, what sitting here listening to her and the chats before the show and during the breaks and all that, it makes me just think, uh, great, great leader, better person. Yeah, all all of the above. No question about it. No question about it. So it was fun to share that with the whole state of Michigan as we're working on this show. I know there's a lot of exciting things going on uh, sure. in this area of healthcare. We've had several conversations, and when it comes to knowing that this makes a difference, you know, we haven't talked about this in a long time, but I think it's worth repeating what the Food Bank of Greater Lansing uh, proved with uh, McLaren, right? Sure, yeah. So um, McLaren reached out to the Food Bank Council um, and uh, was very concerned about being able to reach their members of their that are on their health plan. And um, they had tried some things, you know, sometimes, many times transportation is provided um, and you know, they just couldn't reach their members, couldn't get a great attendance at uh, some of the annuals that were provided by the Affordable Care Act. And so they reached out to us and, you know, they're in several parts of the state. So we asked, where do you want to, where do you want to do a pilot? And they chose Lansing, which means that would be the Greater Lansing Food Bank. So we put this together with Joe Wald and his team. And um, essentially what we proved to them was that when you combine the, the, the annual, and we chose one that wasn't diet-related, so they chose, chose mammograms. And they did the advertising, they sent the, uh, the marketing pieces out, they invited people to come for this annual physical component, and um, they provided transportation, and uh, they coupled that with a food distribution and the the result was this, Jerry. Uh, based on their their own records, the attendance at the annual with the food distribution rose by seventy four percent. And there's what working together can do for you. And that's why these partnerships make so much sense. We know that people need many things in order to be healthy and well. And as we start doing more and more together, Uh, things we're going to do anyway, right? But combining them together. So you're not spending more money. You're spending the same amount of money and getting better results. And that's innovation, right? That's it. And that's what it needs to look like. And and when we start talking about practically, we're changing the conversation because this can be solved. We're getting to the proofs. And this project that, that Gleaners is doing with Henry Ford Health System is another thing that's going to help us on that path. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I I appreciate you and Susan um, because this takes investment, right? This is not proven, right? Not it's, yet, not yet. But but right now, it's not proven, and so that takes some hope. That takes some some intelligence. That takes some dreaming. That take a combination of the intellect and the and the desire to do something that 
fixes something. Yeah, it's effort, right? It's effort because you also don't know exactly what to do. You know what you want to do. And and it makes sense from the standpoint of who you're serving, but then you got to put all the systems together. Okay, where do trucks need to be? Is mm-hmm. there a place to unload them there? It, who's going to do the unloading, right? There, there's so many details that have to be figured out. And when you're dealing with systems like cleaners or like a health system, you know, every one of those details matters to somebody whose job it is to get that done. So it, there's a lot of involvement. Uh, the, the teams are very highly engaged and you make all that investment up front. So let me pull you back to a part of the conversation that we really didn't have a chance to uh, unpack a little bit. Uh, and, and that's when you made the statement that, maybe this was even off air, that learning to do the mobile grocery project really taught you how to integrate and work with the healthcare system. Explain that a little bit. Yeah, so so mobile grocery, and just to remind people what that is, we, we can offer consumers, uh, people in the community, uh, at a discounted rate, generally uh, 40% cheaper than what they can get retail in the store. Uh, we can offer groceries. It's a limited selection of items that we can get because we have relationships with farmers and wholesalers and those kinds of things. So it is a purchase food program. It's not a donated food program. Right. Uh, because we can't get all the donated food we need to meet the need, and yet people still have needs. So in mobile grocery or in this healthcare. That's pilot. exactly right. Right. So so in order to to expand what we can do for people, leveraging our ability to get inexpensive, high quality food is another service that we can provide. And so mobile grocery, taking it to places where people are and saying, here, we can't give you everything you need. We can't replace the grocery store, but we can save you some money from your monthly grocery bill by providing these things. Right. And so um, and so we do. And we've got six sites up now. We hope to get that up to 12 this year. I mean, we're, we're scaling it now, but it's the same skills we need to do mm. that that helps us serve healthcare because n- healthcare has very specific requirements in terms of what their patients need to be healthy. So we have to source very specifically to those programs and it has to be the right cost and it has to be the right quality and it has to be deliverable to where people are so you can see the same skills that we needed to successfully do mobile grocery are also needed to serve healthcare well and so by by learning something once and then applying it to several different situations you can make the best of the investment it took to learn so it's that principle that we'll continue to use as we work with healthcare we're going to learn even more about the foods people want and need, how we can get them at the lowest possible cost, and then how we get it to people in a way that works for all of us. That's awesome. In fact, it's brilliant because that is a tremendous leadership challenge to make that happen and do that. But first, you got to believe before you're willing to make the investment, right? And so I really think that what you've done here is really open the world of possibility up. So I've got about two minutes left in the show. I'm going to give you a word. Yeah, I, you know, so one of the things we talked about as, as Susan came into the studio 
was how much I respect the work you're doing at the Food Bank Council. And, and I want to repeat that as the word. Phil, you know, we're working on the blueprint to, to end hunger in Michigan. And that blueprint is coming together in so many different ways from, from this particular project that Gleaners is doing with Henry Ford Health System, but through what Flint is, has learned and been able to do through the water crisis and how their partnerships with lots of agencies have blossomed and, and everything they've learned, they've passed on to all of us other food banks so we can right. learn and grow. And, and as the, the food club in, in West Michigan and the McLaren project in Lansing, and uh, the stuff that Ann Arbor is doing to work with hospital systems there. I mean, all of this stuff comes together at the Food Bank Council of Michigan, and you're doing a great job of helping us record this and catalog our learnings and share them and and really build out the specific elements of a blueprint that will end hunger in this state. Uh, Well, it's my pleasure, and thank you for your kind words. Well, here's some food for thought as we close our show. The seven last words of a dying organization are, we've never done it that way before. While we recognize that sentence to be improper grammatically, it is also wrong on many different levels. I'm proud, excited, and inspired to work with people who want to fix things, not just do things. In order to fix things, we must pass the true test of leadership by creating not just change, but positive change. Anyone can create change by creating chaos. Jerry and I and the other leaders of the Food Bank Council Network want all of our, with all of our souls, to leave a legacy that makes life better for people and communities where we live and serve. Just as Susan Hawkins is leading change in the healthcare world and creating partnerships that until recently was unheard of and now makes so much sense, We, too, want to create positive change and innovate how we are meeting the needs of our communities at the household level. It was General Shineski, the U.S. Army Chief of Staff, who said, If you dislike change, you're going to dislike irrelevance even more. Man, that is a scary thought to me. Of all things, to be irrelevant would be the most terrible use of my one handful of life that I can imagine. Jerry and I are out of time for today's show. Thanks for listening and following us on the journey towards creating a food-secure Michigan. Find out how you can help us tackle this unacceptable, stubborn problem of hunger by staying tuned to Food for Thought on WJR and downloading our podcast at foodsecuremichigan.org. Until next week, remember, food first, folks. Food first. Food for Thought has been a presentation of Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan and the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state.